Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I just want everybody to know that um, top to bottom in the organization, we understand it was a very disappointing season. Um, I'm the general manager of the team, so I guess that's the top of the food chain when it comes to hockey. Um, So I stand here and take full responsibility for our position, our standings, and uh, how it finished. So questions? Tim, I guess it sets the tone for everything we're going to talk about today. Just off the top, are you moving, you know, we require a follow-up, are you moving forward with Dan Bilesman as the coach? As I say every day, um, if I get asked that question, he's my coach today, I'm the general manager today. Um, There's going to be a review top to bottom. Um, I have to meet with ownership next week in Florida. I'm sure I'm going to be reviewed. I'm sure I'm being reviewed right now, uh, as I should be. And... um, I finished my last interview about 20 minutes ago uh, with my last player. So I have uh, a book full of notes that I have to compile and um, be ready to deliver uh, those thoughts to ownership. And after that, I will come back if I am still here and deliver my thoughts to uh, our head coach and our coaching staff. So you, you at this time cannot say definitively Dan will be the coach come the fall? I guess I can. He, he, as of, t- I, and I always say as of today, and you guys take it the way you want because you guys then say, he said as of today, and it may not mean. Uh, in this game, what I learned is that there's no pats in the back. You, if you have a contract, that's your pat in the back. That's, uh, um, that's your term of employment. He has three years left in his deal. I have three years left in my deal. And, um, I'm the general manager today, he's the coach today. I haven't had any thoughts of firing him up to this point. And the reason I always say today is because something could happen tomorrow. Um, so he's the coach, yes. And just the last follow-up, what do you, in evaluating the job Dan did this year, what did you like and what do you want to see him do better? Well, again, I'm not, I'm not completely done that, um, but we didn't make the playoffs. Uh, um, I think we have to be in talking to the players, and I don't want to, uh, uh, until I compile all the notes into one sheet, um, but we have to be uh, clearer in our message, all of us. We have to, the players want black and white, and that comes to team rules, that comes to uh, team schedules, that comes to team style of play, that comes to role on your team, that comes to... um, being a Buffalo Sabre and that's just not that doesn't fall just on the coach it falls on the coach but it also falls on me it falls on the players Um, again that's why I made the statement at the start that I'm willing to take the knife here and as I should and uh, that's where we're at Tim um, and I'm gonna have a follow-up question here too the sword not the knife sorry (laughs) right sword I'm gonna have what what went wrong Oh, God. 
Could you be any more broad? Um, what went wrong? I mean, I the word that I'm not supposed to use right out right out of the gate. Injuries went wrong. Uh, to start off with uh, um, Jack, and then the next day or the first game, uh, Evander, and then the next guy was uh, Ryan. Um, so so injuries went wrong, and we're not at a position. I haven't put us in a position that we can withstand that yet. I hope to one day be able to do that and, and develop and create enough depth that we can do that, but I haven't done that to this point. So um, that's part of what went wrong. Uh, a lot of other things went wrong that uh, specifically I, I'm not ready to talk about right now. To be more specific, because you asked, um, player accountability and maturity were issues mentioned in, in the locker room. What is your take on how that room may need some fixing before anything else gets fixed? It does. It needs fixing. Um, but that's part of our responsibility. That's part of, of making it black and white for them. And um, I guess Dan and I probably uh, could both do a better job at that. And uh, Not probably. We, we, we both could do a better job at that. And, and um, we have had discussions already on that in broad terms. Um, players want black and white. That's the message. Um, so, you know, we have to be very clear in the rules. We have to be very clue, uh, clear on the consequence of breaking rules. Um, and it goes down the line from rules to, to style of play, how we practice. Uh, we have to make more demands. So I have to make more demands of, of Dan. Dan has to make more demands of players. I, ha I personally have to make more demands of myself. Um, and we intend to do that. Tim, what's been the uh, prevailing theme, if any, of these exit interviews so far? Disappointment. Feel we have the talent and we didn't uh, for multiple reasons. Um, through all the layers of our of the organization, uh, we just didn't get it done. When you examine this team, what's the top offseason priority for you? Everyone points to the defense. Is that number one? For well, you? yeah. I mean, I've said that. I mean, I've I've said that uh, multiple times, and I don't. I'm not trying to shit on the defensemen that are here by any means. Uh, but I've said that. You look at our strengths as far as on ice. It's our power play was outstanding. Our save percentage, I think, was third in the league. Um, Goaltending, our save percentage on the PK was high. Um, our transition game offensively and defensively was poor. Our shots against were poor. Our scoring chances, uh, high danger area shots uh, were poor, uh, given up. So um, it's easy to point at the, at the blue line and um, start there, but that's where I'll start. We have to improve there. We have to be able to play a transition game. We can't have 90% of our goals coming off of hard work and, and, and the cycle or the power play. And that's where they all came from. So this game is about speed and it's transition and we failed there. And uh, that's on all of us. Would you want to pursue that via trade, free agency, well, anything? I, I, sure. Uh, give me an option and I'll listen. So that's that's all that's that could be the draft, that could be trades, that could be free agency. That's that's down the road though. We haven't had our scouting meetings yet, but 
of course, uh, any avenue to improve. I guess this goes into demanding more, uh, but Jack said he doesn't want guys to just be happy to be here. Did you see too much of that, that guys were just happy to be here? I think I, I'm, I think I just ex explained it that, yeah, we have to be more demanding in every area. Um, I don't know if guys are happy to be here. I, I, I didn't see a lot of happiness, so, you know, happy to be here. I think every team has, I think every single team, the team that wins the cup, right to the last place team, they have guys that are, that are professionals and want to get better and want to win and want to be here. Some teams have a couple more guys that are happy to be here versus... Um, I don't think there's anybody on any non, on any non-playoff team that any player that doesn't want to be in the playoffs. So it's not about want; it's about it's about structure. It's about helping them achieve their goal. And the guys that don't want to buy into structure, I guess, or rules, or whatever the case may be, then then you have to find a way to get more guys that do. So I think every player deep down. want to be successful from an individual standpoint but and from a team standpoint. So um, I think it's clear that that we didn't achieve that, but players want to be Stanley Cup winners. Players want to be in the playoffs. Um, I guess if we have some players in our team that believe that some players are just happy to be here, well, they have a, they have a different insight than I have. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time around this team this year. I'm, I say too much. I didn't get to scout as much as I would like to, and um, I wasn't away from the team very often. So I, I see things, but um, I'm not out with them when they're playing Xbox or, or having a beer or, or going to a movie. That's, that's, that's internal stuff. Tim, because you have the chance to this summer, have you seen enough from Robin Leonard to at least want to commit to him long-term as your number one? Well, you tell me what he wants as a term and money and then I'll tell you if I want to commit to him and I'm not being flippant or rude I just I don't know I don't know so uh, we haven't started any negotiations yet and when we do and I guess I could say if he wants eight years at eight million a year then I'm not willing to make him my long-term number one goaltender so I don't know the answer to that did he have a good year yes he had a good year um, our like I said our safe percentage I think was 918 for the three goalies and I think Allmark played was a very small part of that, so it was the two goalies. Um, our save percentage was extremely respectable um, and where you'd want it to be to be a playoff team. How creative do you think you're going to have to be to get another quality puck-moving defenseman here? What kind of commitment do you have to make this summer as opposed to last summer? I know Dimitri got hurt, but... Well, that's the disappointing thing. I mean... Uh, you, you can say injuries aren't an excuse, but he gets exploded into an open door in preseason. And there was a game, you guys probably, there was a game, I don't know if it was five games ago, seven games ago, where, where he made the perfect one-time pass to Jack. That's our power play. I mean, Jack's our guy. That's our power play. And perfect one-time pass right on the tape, right where it should be, and it's a goal. And then he gets the puck and a one-timer where he which is his shot that I've seen in the past right back to junior, where he get, catches the goal and he goes back against the grain and scores. That's the Dimitri that I made the trade for. That's what I saw visions of before I traded for him, and it didn't work out. So you can 
say that's a bad trade, I'll agree with you. Um, but I don't blame him. I blame the circumstance, and then I'll take the rest of the blame. Tim, you see most of the practices, if not all of them. You, see, you know exactly what the coaches are teaching these guys. And the guys come in after a game and say, the coaches laid it out for us. They told exactly what to do, and we did the opposite. I mean, as you watch games after you've watched the practices, knowing what they want from them, how, how could the players not be grasping it? Or what, where is that, that they're not grasping what the coaches want them to do? I think, I think players pay attention. The more you win, the more they pay attention. The more demands you make of them, the more they pay attention. Uh, the more accountability is there is, the more they pay attention. So obviously we're not at that point yet. And I've said all along that, you know, we come out of the break. I think I talked to Mike that, like, where's the accountability on the players when we come out of the break and we can't beat Colorado and, and Arizona when we have a sniff of a playoff spot? I'm not saying we're making the playoffs, but we're right there. We played great going into the break. We did lose to Chicago. We played great in the, in the first period. But, you know, you know you're, when you're going into a break that your schedule is very intense and game-packed going into the break. So maybe we needed the break at that time. And, and the last two periods against Chicago, maybe that was our tipping point, and that's where we got tired. And, but that's what going into the break is. You've played a lot of games to get that break. Um, and then we come out of the break and we can't play. So I'll let you guys, you guys are on the team too. I'll let you guys decide or, or have an opinion on whose fault that is. But I can't blame the coaches 100% for that. I can't take, I'd like to, I can't take 100% of the blame for that. I'll take blame for a lot of stuff, but sometimes the players have to take a little bit of the blame too. And coming out of the break, it's, I think you look at our, I think uh, the odd time we had three games off, we were really, really good. And then uh, when we had four or five games off, we were terrible. So what is that? When, when you're losing, is it too easy sometimes for a player to blame a coach or something when it's not going on? Sure. I, I think that uh, I think the players have legitimate gripes about uh, the coach. I think players have some legitimate gripes about the way our team is built, and that's me. And I think the players have some gripes that aren't legitimate and are excuses. So, again, I, in my opening statement, we're all to blame. Tim, back briefly to the coaching situation. Obviously, there's been a lot of decisions already made around the league by different teams, but you have a different structure here. How much is the fact that everyone knows Terry's out looking at quarterbacks impacting the decision and maybe putting things on the back burner in that area? I don't know. Um, I mean, are you waiting for him to basically sign off and he's looking No, at no, I think he, I, I hey, um, he lets me do my thing here. So, would I ever do anything without telling him? Obviously not. I mean, he owns the team, and I would never do that. But, uh, again, I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk to him and go through the notes and, and give him um, the players' opinions of what went wrong, the players' opinions, um, and my opinions of what went wrong. And um, so that gets done next week. But, um, no, he's never... He's never asked me to make a trade or to fire a coach or anything like that. So uh, I'm going to continue to, to assume that that's my decision and, uh, and go, go on that track. Is your vision for this team to be one? There's a lot of success with Jack carrying the puck in the zone. Is, this, is your vision long-term for this team to be a team that carries the puck in or 
Puck possession, mm -hmm. transition, absolutely. And that's what, that was a big fail this year. As I say, it, the, the default seemed to be a chip and chase sort of thing. Is, is that the way you want this team to no. be built around? No, and that's partly probably in the personnel we have at this point. Um, and it's partly the way we play. So there's, again, uh, there's lots of blame to go around. It can't be shouldered by one guy. It can't be shouldered by the head coach. Um, it's on all of it. It's on the players. It's on us. It's... Uh, but in, I envision us playing a fast puck possession game, and we have to get the players that are uh, capable of doing that. Tim, uh, what encouraged you, if anything, this past season? I know that it's considered a step back because we have uh, four or fewer points or whatever it is, but uh, I think there are always positives. I think... Um, I think our goaltending was a huge question mark coming into the season. I think it passed. Um, and that's not because I traded for the guy or anything like that. I just think the numbers speak for themselves. Um, I think our young guys, I think Jack being a, a point per 60 minute guy is extremely, coming off that injury is, is, is extremely positive. I think he showed some nights that he's an absolute top, top player in this league. And that's exciting going forward. Um, I think our young kids uh, all improved, got better. They still have a ways to go, but that's how I measure. There's two measurements. There's a, you measure as a team and making the playoffs or not. That's a fail. And then you have to micro-measure. And um, those are the positives that I have to take out of this season. Tim, how much are you approaching the off-season and next season as make or break in regards to making the playoffs? Next season. Any talks on uh, with Kyle, uh, Cal Peterson? Talk every day. Lots of talks. Uh, he hasn't decided if he's leaving school yet. So I can't anticipate him leaving joining our organization or another one. Tim, among the young guys, maybe even some who aren't here yet, which ones do you think have the biggest capability of, of having some impact next year? Well, I'm going to leave somebody out when you ask a question like that. But, I mean, uh, Alex Nylander, we brought him up to play. He knows he needs a big summer. Um, his issue is, is strength. Um, so it's not skill. It's not hockey sense. It's not how to play the game. Um, it's strength, and that's the easiest thing to fix. So if he puts in the time this summer, I expect him to come back and, uh, and challenge for a skill position on this team. Um, Baptiste has played very well and, and is a goal scorer in uh, Rochester. So a guy like that. Bailey was up and down, up and down, and had g really good games and some not-so-good games. So it's consistency in his game, and, and I think it's him trying to figure out what his role is and us trying to help him figure out what his role is. Um, so those, those three, uh, Casey Nelson, who played very well as an NHLer when we signed him to his contract to bird a year, and then he got injured early in the year and, and got off to a slow start. But he, to me, is still a transition puck-moving defenseman that we're looking for. Is he going to be ready next year? That'll be up to him. But um, he has a chance. Uh, Gooley has a great chance. My, I think he had a great year um, in junior. I think he played very well for us, uh, although you can't get too excited because 
short-term can fool you, but I don't think it fools. He's fooling anybody. He is a tremendous skater. He's got skill. He can. Uh, he's what we need. He, he he. We need our D to get up into the play and become that uh, second wave of attack that we didn't have much of this year. Um, so those guys can do that. Um, I think Allmark is tremendous. I think Allmark's, uh, his trajectory, you know, playing two or three years in the Swedish Elite League, winning goalie of the year there, coming here now and playing two years in the American Hockey League, he's taking the same track that many, many, many starting goalies have taken. Very few, like Carey Price and that, have taken a different track and a quicker track. So, um, and again, I, somebody will be mad that I forgot their name. Brady Austin, you know, like came up and played some games, which is, I have to say, was a, a major surprise. And I thought, you know, that he that he handled himself well. Is he ready for a full time job? No, I don't think he is. But at least now he's he's put himself on the map. He's six four, six five. He's a big body. Um, so I think there are a lot of positives, future positives that I guess people are maybe getting tired of hearing about. But you asked the question, so I have to talk about them. But that's. I'm not trying to sell that, but we do have, we do have a lot of skill and depth that, uh, up to this point, haven't been ready to contribute full time, and at some point they will be able to, and that's uh, each guy's on their own timetable. Tim, you use the word keep going. That's fine. Tim, you use the word blame a few times, but what about frustration not only with the Sabers but the Bills? Do you feel that the community frustration over these teams not making the playoffs? Community frustration? Yeah, sure. Um, I get a lot of fans that come up to me, whether they're season ticket holders or suite holders. I don't know because it's it's you know I have to walk in the suite level uh, to go upstairs, and I guess it's just human nature that the the guy that hates you or thinks you're uh, a brutal GM doesn't stop and tell you that. I get a lot of people that stop me and say we like the we like the plan, we like the progression, um, but is there frustration? Yeah, I mean if if you're a ticket buying fan of any team you want your team in the playoffs that's the mandate and I'm not going to talk about years I mean I've been here three and a half years that's all I can talk about but yeah it's uh I understand the frustration and I understand the disappointment because I am frustrated and disappointed at not being in the playoffs and I haven't paid for one ticket and I haven't been a lifelong fan or resident of this city so i get it big time i understand you're limited in what you can say about kyle Posey. i'm not saying anything john oh no about kyle here's my deal we've been very consistent and fair with you guys when it comes to injuries we if it's a concussion we say concussion if it's a shoulder we say con shoulder if it's an ankle we say ankle other teams say lower body upper body as an organization, we have said 10 times we're not going to comment. There's a reason we're not going to comment. That could be legal. That could be HIPAA bridge. That could be doctor-client privilege. It could be just the player does not want it talked about. I don't know why we keep pushing this. One thing... I CBA does allow you and I'm not frustrated about it. I, I just I, I was waiting for this and I, I don't I don't I just don't understand it. I understand. The one thing the CBA does say is the length. Do you anticipate this carrying into next season? I don't in, I don't have any anticipation or any um, information. None. If I did, 
I think, again, that our actions have been pretty clear throughout since I've got here to be upfront and honest about all this stuff. I have no information, nor can I give you any information. And I would just hope that you would respect that, that based on our actions with you guys when it came to injuries in the past here. That's, that's all I'm saying. Um, how do you reconcile where this team finished after going through a massive rebuild as opposed to where the Leafs are right now, where it seems that they started a little later in the process or now in the playoffs? Yeah, I can only worry about us. Um, I think we worry way too much about it. I told I, my coaches today, I, they were all meeting, and I said, what game are you planning for that I don't know about? And I stood in there, or sat in there for an hour, and they were talking about player evaluations and that. So, and I just, one of my complaints was we worry way too much about the opposition. Way too much about the opposition. And I think we should worry more about what's going on in this building. Um, and I, and I told them that. Um, so, um, I, I worry about what's put in front of me every day. And that's this team, the hockey team in Buffalo. Um, and what we can do to get better. And that's, that's, my, that's my sole uh, mindset. And, and just, just as a follow, I mean, having two number two picks and to be in this position seems to be this rebuild has stalled for some reason. Um, it, it, just the, the matter of the, the, the frustration that's involved with that, knowing that it's been, you took that step back and it's like two years later. Well, again, I'll, I think we, I answered that. I think, I think from a playoff standpoint, it's disappointing and, and it's, I guess it's stalled, but I think from, a, from an individual player development standpoint that that's what I'm a big part of and, and believe in. I think Jack Eichel took big steps. I think that uh, Sam took steps. I think McCabe and Ristolainen uh, in the first half of the year, especially or first two-thirds of the year, took big steps. I, I believe there was big progression from... Uh, individual player standpoint um, so you know if Baptiste comes up here and eventually becomes a 30 goal scorer are we going to look back and say that this year was a stall I, I don't I don't see it that way from an individual player development standpoint from a playoff standpoint we stalled so I think they're separate Tim I wanted to ask if you had had talks with Antipin the Russian defenseman and if so where does that stand no he He's still playing for a Russian team, I think. Um, you got a lot of mileage out of Ryan Gianta as a 38-year-old. Are you interested in bringing him back? And if so, would you want him to be your captain again? Uh, maybe that's not your decision, but I mean, it'll be discussed, obviously. Oh, it, it'll be my decision, um, whether it's a roundabout way or, or directly. <laughs> I mean, it's time to we have to make right decisions here as far as, again, accountability, everything. Um, but to go to the first part, yes, I would be interested in bringing him back. Again, I don't know what his expectation is. I know my expectation would be a one-year deal and the money would have to work for us. So, um, but yes, um, as far as he had, I thought he had a very good year. Um, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. I think he's a great teammate. I think he's a a culture guy, um, so I do have interest. Yes, for sure. What are your impressions of the leadership and veteran presence on this team? Do you think it should be stronger? Has to get better. 
us to get better. Um, it's what? hard. It's hard on a leadership is magnified uh, in a negative way on a non-playoff team, and and leadership is way magnified in a positive way on a on a Stanley Cup winner. And then you have all the teams in between. Um, so, um, do we meet? Do we need more? players that maybe have been through um, those skirmish, I don't want to call it a war, this is not war, but those skirmishes, those playoff skirmishes that are hard, we probably do. Um, but leadership is more than the C and, and two A's. Leadership is, is, is the team, and that's buying in to the program and, uh, sh and, and following rules and being on time. That's all leadership, and that's top to bottom in your organization, in your team. And when, and when you and it has to get better. Yes. Okay. And you mentioned uh, that the team should focus more about what's going on inside the building and less on the opposition. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I just think that we spend the coaches work extremely hard. I mean, I, I see them. And they, you know, they're in here at uh, seven in the morning and they leave at night, and that's a non-game day. And, and the video they do and the preparation is is exhausting, and it's. Um, it's every detail, and I just wonder and do have an opinion and think that sometimes that, uh, you know, maybe they're stuck in that room preparing and, and work, they are working hard, and maybe they could ha put a coffee in their hand once in a while and, and do two hours of video instead of three and, and get out and, and get to know our players and talk to our players. And it's about coaching individuals uh, a little more and coaching system a little less. That's my opinion. Um, I believe that's the right way. Tim, would I be correct in assuming you're going to start negotiating with Jack this summer? And given that, how much will uh, his thoughts on the coaching and his thoughts on the potential captaincy be part of those negotiations? Well, I met with Jack today, so we talked about the, the team. We talked about th this year. Um, um, he didn't bring up his contract, but that's not his job. His, his agent will. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, he's, he's our guy. So um, we're allowed to start talking on July 1st, and um, I don't know why we wouldn't start then and try to get something done. Um, what was the rest of it? Sorry, Mike. Do you, do you anticipate discussion of the coaches and discussion of the potential captaincy being part of the negotiation? It could be. I, again, I, he wants to be a leader. He wants to take more of a leadership role. I encouraged him to do that. There was no talk of C. Um, uh, there was obviously talk of, of coach and system, and I had that talk with every player because I demanded that that topic come up. Um, so uh, I don't see – I asked him, you know, point blank, do you like Buffalo? Do you like what's going on here? He said he did. Um, very frustrated that we're not a playoff team, wants to be in the playoffs, and – and, you know, I made a promise to him that uh, I would do the best that I could to, to make the team around him better and that we will be a long-term playoff team, a long-time playoff team. Um, so that was the conversation with him. That was part of the conversation with him. And, yeah, I, I mean, I, I assume that uh, July 1st we'll get a call from his agent and, and start that. And if I don't by July 1st, then I'll call him on July 2nd and start that. Thanks, everyone.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 